Alex S., everybody. Thank you. Huh. All right. Thank you, Mark. Uh, good to be here. Uh, yes, it does feel like we have known each other forever, even though we never met. Um, my name is Alex. I'm an alcoholic. Um, I don't like speaking, but when Mark suggested this, I figured because I don't like it, maybe that's why I should do it, just to kick myself and uh, make myself slightly, slightly uncomfortable um, as an exercise. Um, so I'll sort of try to stick to the traditional what it was like, what happened, and what it's now, uh, just because uh, I, don't know, I like it from it. Um, so yeah, I, I'm about five five years sober, and uh, I have spent my late teenage years and uh, early twenties uh, being alcoholic. Um, it started when I moved to school. I went to university in a different city, and looking back, I just wasn't mature enough to sort of be separate from my family and uh, sort of be thrown out into the world on my own. Um, although, at the time, I did not really have any tools or way to rec recognize that. So, looking back, I think I was just trying to, um, I guess, troubleshoot small problems without solving the big one. Does that make sense? Um, so yeah, like about six months after I moved to school, I downed uh, a bottle of wine one evening, felt better, and then I was doing that every other night, and then every night uh, shortly after that, and um, I don't know, for a while it felt automatic, and I, I did not really... I don't, I, 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 I don't see it as a problem, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, if you asked me at the time, so like, I was doing it secretively, by the way, uh, but if you somehow caught me and quartered me and asked me, Alex, why are you doing that at the time? I would give you something like, oh, it's because like this girl I'm chasing after is so crazy and like I need to deal with stress because she's like insane and blah, blah, blah. But um, again, uh, that's Alex at the time. Looking back, um, I just wasn't mature enough and I did not know how to deal with any kind of adversity or any kind of stress. Um, sort of the fight, flight, uh, freeze response. Um, like my response to everything was a flight, and when it came to any kind of emotional disturbance, that was drinking. Um, somehow I managed to get through school, uh, not from the first attempt, like and with a few extra years, but still. Uh, but I did not accumulate any kind of um, experience people are supposed to accumulate when they grow up, I guess. Um, right after I graduated, uh, I started working, and that was my pride. I, I, um, um, I did not really have much going on in life besides career and alcohol. And my career was going great. My job performance was good. Um, and that was my justification for myself that I'm doing something right. Right? So, so like, yes, I'm coming home from work and I'm working myself out, but like, I'm fresh out of these the next day. 
and like maybe I can like be so good at my job because I have this like magical reset button, uh, which uh, oh, at the time was making me feel more rested. Uh, the next day, well, because I was sort of chemically resetting my brain uh, every night, um, and so it was going on for a few more years. Um, again, I did not have anything else going on in life. I had no close friends. Um, I was never in a relationship up until I sobered up. Uh, one, I wasn't particularly interested, and two, uh, just the idea of having somebody like next to me for extended periods of time uh, was terrifying because how would I drink if there was somebody next to me all the time? So my 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 drinking was very isolated and very secretive, uh, and it was sort of that that other thing I'm doing instead of socializing or instead, or instead of having friends or instead of being with somebody. Um, and uh, at the time, I did not feel that my drinking is affecting my life, but that's because I had no life besides it. Like, I I don't know what, what I was missing out on, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and then eventually I noticed um, some physical um, effects of alcohol abuse. Like, I was having shaky hands and like other things like that. And then uh, I maybe started to think that, okay, maybe I should do something about it because, you know, it's all fun games, but obviously it's not healthy and, like, I can actually feel uh, the tremors in my hands and so on. Uh, so the first time I quit on my own, uh, I tapered myself off over a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, I think uh, New Year... 2015, I think. Um, I was dry. Uh, all on my own. Great. Um, it wasn't even that hard, uh, actually, uh, the first time around. And uh, yeah, the, the next several months, I was sober. Uh, looking back, I again haven't changed anything else in my life. So again, I had no friends, no connections, uh, like no, no, no meaningful relationships. It's just that I have stopped drinking, and so my life was still miserable. And at that point, it was actually intensely miserable because I had lost the numbing effects of um, alcohol. Uh, but I was proud of myself for uh, sort of accomplishing that. Um, not that I actually promised myself to like not drink again ever or anything like that. It was more of a... Um, rational decision that okay drinking is probably physically bad for me i should not be doing that so i'm not uh and that only lasted for a few months um there was a company event and somebody offered me a beer and i said yes sure uh and then uh the same night i was in the lineup in the liquor store and then i was in the lineup in the liquor store every night after that for uh many many months when I tried quitting the second time, uh, it did not work. Um, I would describe it as a split personality disorder uh, in those terms. Uh, so basically every night I would promise myself that, okay, this is the last time I'm drinking, I'll quit tomorrow. Uh, 
blah 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 and then tomorrow would come and um it's not that it's not that i would forget that i was supposed to quit but it did not feel that that promise was given by me to me it was it felt like somebody else it felt like a character in the book or a movie it did not feel like me um and that cycle would repeat uh seemingly endlessly um for perhaps a year and uh because because the first time when i quote unquote quit successfully uh i did it i did it by ta- by tapering myself off i was trying to do the same thing so like basically okay so instead of drinking you know two bottles of wine let's say two one and then like blah 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 but then um it it never works. Uh, like something would happen, or I would have just just impulse, and I would sort of get wasted again, and then it was back to square one. Um, and I, I don't think it was an objectively very long period of time when I was stuck in that state, but it felt like forever. Um, all the same, my job performance was pretty good, and nobody complained. Um, I was habitually drinking in the morning and somehow that did not get me into trouble um until it did um so uh one of the days uh one of my coworkers uh called me out for being intoxicated at 10 a.m on my way to work um and they did not cause any kind of trouble with um uh with management or anything like that it was just a friendly like hey are you drunk um but i knew that i have lost control over the situation because up until that point my rationalization for what i was doing was that hey i can control it it's not affecting my life um right i can quit whenever quote unquote um and then suddenly i had evidence that no i can't and also it is out of control um and yeah, I, I I want to do a full panic mode. Uh, so I have checked myself into rehab uh, on a very impulsive decision, um, which again w- was not made when I was sober. Uh, it was a drunk decision to check myself into rehab, but uh, whatever works. Um, the other thing I did was uh, I deliberately created a situation where I couldn't just back off and pretend that nothing happened. Uh, I uh, marched into my uh, manager's office and told him something along the lines of, okay, hey, uh, I have an addiction problem. I need two months of work starting next Monday. Um, his jaw dropped. And, like, and also, he was just too shocked to like ask any kind of questions. Um, but I got the two months of work, and that's, that's when I was sort of away in a treatment facility. Uh, that emptied my savings, but um, again, I guess that that's, that that was the only thing I thought I could do at the time. Um, I think if I if I knew about secular AA or like more about AA in general, I probably could have like handled it differently. But I was not in a headspace to actually do the research. Uh, in my mind. I went into panic mode and I pressed the, the sort of the only button I could see, uh, so to speak. Um, so yeah, um, 
And um, I don't think that by itself fixed me, I guess. Um, rehab is a very strange place. Like they, they promise you a new life, but really they just sell hope. Uh, that's, that's, that's how I see it. Um, so really, uh, after I got out of there, I have proven to myself that, hey, I, I can actually stay sober if I have no stressors, no responsibilities, like, and somebody's feeding me, you know, for free, basically. Because, uh, like, I was not working at the time. Um, I found that um, just trying to connect to people is, is the biggest thing which made, which made a difference. Uh, and again, like that environment helped a lot, just because you are forced to live um, in, within a fairly small community of people who are similar to yourself. And it's like AA on steroids, because like you see people basically every hour, every hour when you are awake. Um. So yeah, uh, and then I went back to work. I was struggling. So so the the, the surprising thing I found was that when I was drinking. My job performance was pretty good for the most part. Uh, when I sobered up, uh, my job performance dropped off massively and I was struggling uh, because I had no longer a, a way to um, prevent my head from spinning out of control. Um, right? like I had way more brain activity suddenly than I was used to. Uh, and so I would sort of end up paralyzed and just couldn't really do my job properly. Uh, thankfully, I was given enough time to sort of recover and build up. Uh, but that was definitely challenging, challenging time. Um, so, um, yeah, and I guess that, that sort of addiction, early recovery. Um, because I, uh, well, sorry, talking myself. Um, so up until that point, mentally, I think I was stuck somewhere in my teenage years. So I was 26, I think, when I saw it up. Uh, but really, I did not really have a lot of experiences which people normally have in their early 20s. Uh, just because I was so isolated and, um, uh, and consumed by addiction. Uh, I was a closeted alcoholic, as they say. Uh, so looking back, um, my early um, recovery uh, definitely um, um, was associated with sort of erratic behavior, which like teenagers do. Like, like um, I ended up in a relationship with a woman I went in rehab. Uh, which is not something I would recommend to anybody, and it was very chaotic and probably emotionally unhealthy. But at the same time, um, it was probably helpful to me because of the way I was. Right? It was like sort of very, um, uh, very intense experience, um, as I would describe it. Um, and then COVID hit. Um, I think I survived COVID uh, emotionally because I found Zoom and I found a lot of wonderful people like Mark and uh, I recognize a few more faces on the screen right now. Um, during COVID, I would probably go to 
one to two meetings every day uh, just because it was my uh, substitution for uh, social life, um, which was helpful, uh, actually. Um, but also, eventually, I burned out uh, just because there's too much of a whirlwind of, um, of faces. Uh, there are people I think I know quite well through Zoom. Right, but 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 also there is this massive, uh, massive hurricane of faces I have seen like somewhere, and I know part of the story, but now I am mixing it up with something else, uh, and it just got too much. Uh, so I stepped back from Zoom quite a bit over the last year or so. Um, thinking what else? Um. In terms of what life is now, um, it's really unexpected in the way that it's nothing like what I thought it would be when I was in early recovery. Uh, so at the beginning, I mentioned that like if you asked me why I started drinking at the time, uh, it's because I was chasing after somebody and like they were crazy and like I was stressed out, blah blah blah. Well, I'm still I'm I'm still friends with that person. Uh, I I was at her birthday last weekend, and. Uh, like we're just good pals. Uh, like we reconnected um, about a year in, 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 into me into me being sober uh, because I felt I should do uh, amends uh, because I definitely you know was a dick to her. Uh, and then we started talking, and uh, yeah, we're still good friends. To my great surprise, I did not expect that. Um, the other thing. Uh, I have learned, I guess, uh, is um, I guess what what the big book is referring to as the unsuspected inner resource. Um, in the last couple of years, I've definitely dealt with a lot more stressors uh, than I could imagine, um, and like with, with the stressor with with, with the stressor with the stressors whose even existence I couldn't really think of until it happened. Uh, so, um, uh, the woman I was in relationship with, uh, passed, passed away suddenly, uh, we weren't together at the time, but, uh, it was still a very big hit for me. And, uh, by the way, people on Zoom, uh, were instrumental at keeping me sane and sober, uh, for the first several months after that happened. Um, uh, the job I cherished so much, and uh, like that company I, I really, really liked, uh, laid me off about a year ago. Uh, and that sort of gave me a kick uh, and got me to actually reevaluate my career options. And uh, I have a different job and I'm happy. And like, if I did not get laid off, I would not be experimenting with other things, uh, which is again a good thing. All right. Um, like, uh, because of the war in Eastern Europe, my family is sort of disintegrating. Like, my parents uh, are potentially getting separated. And then the two parts of my family are exchanging death threats and, like, all the other, thing, all the other horrible things. Uh, and I feel somewhat um, caught on the crossfire because I try to be the mediator and I keep everybody on talking terms, but actually it's not easy 
And even with that, I found that I have to like step back and just listen because I cannot really fix anything. Um, and again, I, I I absolutely could not imagine dealing with that uh, if I was drinking still. Like some things in my life definitely suck right now, but um, I'm very satisfied that I can experience them sober instead of experiencing them while intoxicated, because uh, that will be way, way worse. Um, yeah. And then uh, the other thing I have learned in recovery is that Zoom AA or AA in general is not really substitution for real life. Uh, no matter how, how many hours I spend like, in a meeting with somebody, unless I just chat or hang out with them outside of meeting, like either on Zoom or over coffee, but like in, in some kind of setting where we don't have the actual AA um, sort of overhead, uh, that doesn't really count um, as actually knowing them. So about a couple of month, month, month ago, uh, one of my buddies here in Toronto passed away uh, and I went to his funeral and I was very surprised because I realized I did not know him at all. We have spent probably 100 hours on Zoom, um, and uh, the picture, the mental image I had of him was nothing like what he was actually like, apparently. Uh, you know, maybe he wasn't totally honest. Maybe people uh, sort of put on their best foot when it comes to Zoom AA. I'm not sure, right? But, but it was definitely a good... Um, you know, illustration uh, that uh, like there is life and there is real relationships, uh, and then there is just AA, and and uh, I I um, I separated from friendships I have forged through meetings, right? Because like there's Mark and uh, Frank and Nina and all the other people uh, with whom I think I have talked, you know, extensively, uh, just sort of in a informal one-on-one -on -one setting. Uh, and that feels much, much more real. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I will pass at that. Uh, that was probably very rumbly, but uh, that's the best I can do.